Welcome to The Dwelling Place, where three friends talk about approachable home design and our never-ending search for the perfect rug. So whether you're doing laundry or the dishes, join us in a conversation about making our home a beautiful dwelling place. Hey guys, it's Emily and welcome back. I'm here with Kimmy and Bree and we're finally back in our podcasting room again. Yeah. This is episode seven, and since we've done seven of these episodes now, we have a few updates. A lot of updates. So, <laughs> yeah, we're excited to share those with you. And then after that, we're going to talk about the five design mistakes that we see most commonly. And we're going to have a Seek and You Shall Find, where we're going to look for a coffee table for me. Then we'll finish out with our pillow talk, where we just share a few of the things we're loving lately. So episode one, give us a little update on your front porch. Yeah, so this is Kimmy, and that was a long time ago. <laughs> um, but the porch is still not done. It I, looks we, beautiful. We've had me. lots of updates, though. We have lots and lots of updates. I'm so excited that the sconces are up. They look amazing, Finally. guys. They look really great, and I want more of them. <laughs> What more of the sconces? There's like other parts of my house where there's like back doors near my studio and stuff, and they have mm. lights, you know, sconces outside of them, and I think they would look good there too. So just switch them all over. <laughs> I want them everywhere. Yeah. We painted all the siding. We painted my door black because we can't. It's a phase one situation. I want a new like mid-century door, but no time. No time. <laughs> no money. <laughs> They're like a thousand dollars for an exterior door. For a door? For an exterior door. It's the insane. That's ridiculous. For like the simplest door is at least a thousand dollars. It's crazy. So we painted it black. It looks really fresh, but it still has that farmhouse feel, which everyone knows. I don't like that F word. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the porch looks great. Ryan's done a really good job with it. We still are waiting on the roof, and that's a whole thing. It really stinks, but we can't stain it until spring or even next summer. They say you have to wait a year to stain or paint. Yeah, pressure-treated wood. Regular wood you can do whenever, but the actual pressure-treated wood, you have to wait. And there's this, like, special test you have to do to see when you can so if you pour like a little bit of water on it beads up and doesn't like sink into the wood then that means that the pressure treatedness hasn't actually saturated the wood yet that makes sense because then if you try to stain it it's not going to work exactly it's not going to so you have to wait till it dries out completely and the pressure treated stuff all saturates like cures yeah Exactly. Mm. That kind of stinks. All in all, yeah, I'm really excited to have a now beautiful fall porch. You also had another update from episode one, too, about the Wayfair thing. Yeah, so I need to make a little correction. It's nothing huge, but I told everyone that if you sign up with their email, you would automatically get 10% off. I was wrong, and I found this out the hard way when I was ordering my sconces, (laughs) because I kept signing up with the new email, and I'm like, why am I not getting this? Like, why are they not sending me the email? And then I got my Magnolia journal in. I don't know if you guys subscribe to Magnolia journals. I do. Okay, so I don't know if you noticed, but they always give you, like, a Wayfair coupon inside it for 10% off. Uh And then I realized... Oh, that's the 10% off I'm thinking of. Like, I get these coupons from Wayfair every couple months. 
on it, it says if you sign up with a new email, like for new customers, you use this code and you get 10% off. Oh. And that's the 10% off that people always try to sell on eBay. Like they take okay. pictures of those codes and they put them on mm. eBay. So I just wanted to make that little update. I still got the 10% off with my sconces <laughs> because thankfully the Magnolia Journal came and gave me my little 10% off. But that's why I was like, why is this just not coming? So I hope people aren't like signing up for emails and expecting this, you know, to just automatic arrive. 10% off. Yeah. But yeah. Well, I have an update for my mailbox, you girls. I'm going to have to pull up a picture. So my husband, Kurt, got it installed <gasps> yesterday. Yes! I'm showing them a picture right now. Oh my gosh, it looks so great. So it's now a black post that with a black mailbox. And nice. last night, no, actually today, I ordered numbers off of Etsy. And I got them in a white modern Ooh. style. So this is the black version, but I ordered the white version. Okay, so how are you, where are you putting them? Show me the picture. Okay, that's one thing I wanted to talk to you girls about. Because where should I put the numbers? Should I put them underneath the mailbox horizontally? No. Or should no. I stack them vertically towards the so, top? So vertically up here. Yes. Yeah, I would definitely do it vertical though, if that's what you're going to do. Because okay. you wouldn't be able to see them as well if it's underneath. Right. right. That's very exciting though. I have Thank one you. thing to add though. <laughs> have you thought about spray painting the little red flag? <laughs> No. <laughs> like, could you just spray paint it white? Why? Because it's red. I don't care. <laughs> How does that not bother you? It doesn't. But the blue bothered you. Well, yeah, because then I have blue and red. But I, I think a red flag is oh, very traditional. Oh, but you traditional. like red. You also like red. Well, I, That's I don't know. Like it's just color. part of the mailbox. I'm not that picky about my <laughs> mailbox. <laughs> On to episode two, which was all about how to make the bed. My update for this episode is that I went ahead and bought a set of black pillowcases. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have been loving them. They work really well. Oh, so good. I just so put it on the tip from episode two that Kimmy shared was if your husband has a sweaty head <laughs> and he stains all the pillowcases. And if your like hot husband. Them. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> just go to a black pillowcase and then you won't have to worry about it anymore and then you can hide the pillow in the closet is that where you hide it yeah okay and his closet is right there so it's super easy yeah. so i can just pop it in the what closet. did he think was he like why do i have a black pillowcase now he hasn't said anything oh. about it like oh. he literally hasn't com made any comment like just all of a sudden one day he had a black pillowcase <laughs> and just he's just it. like okay and was like there's only one black pillow why <laughs> Okay. Yeah, nothing. Right. Yeah. That's I so don't funny. Know. He really doesn't care. His <laughs> pillow's still there, so he's okay with it. He did ask me, though, like, not too long after. He was like, why are there so many pillows on our bed now? <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. It's fine. It's... <laughs> That's my pillow update. You have an update from episode two Yeah, also. so in, I think it was my high and low I was talking about the TV situation, how I had this like tiny TV mm -hmm. in there and I was going to make a DIY frame, which still has not happened, but we were going to do like a mat situation. So it looked more like substantial art. We had an Airbnb over the summer and we just switched to long-term rental. They're in there indefinitely now. So when they moved in, we took all, they didn't want any of the furniture and stuff that was in there. I thought we were going to let them have the TV that was in there, but they didn't want it. 
and the TV was a large one. Oh. So now I have a larger TV in my bedroom and I didn't have to pay for it. It was just like totally unexpected and awesome. Fantastic. Yeah, so we still need to mount it on the wall and I still want to make a little frame for it. But now I don't have to figure out how to make it like bigger looking with a mat. Right. So I think that'll look cleaner too with yeah. just the frame and not the mat. Right. Yeah. So And it'll be a much easier DIY. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> so just have to update great. everyone. Yeah. Very cool. Oh, well, episode three. You also have an update. Oh, yeah. So this one's a surprise for you girls. <laughs> so one of our listeners sent me something in the mail, and I wanted to read it to you guys. So What? <laughs> They're, like, so excited. Okay. So, Kimmy, listening to the third episode of the podcast caused a light bulb moment. I got this gift card last year for Christmas and never used it. I tried multiple times, and each time I left Wayfair's site frustrated, overwhelmed, and empty-handed. Listening to you chat about sconces on Wayfair made me realize why I never use this. It was meant for you. For whatever oh. your heart desires are at least $25 worth. Haha. <laughs> Enjoy and happy shopping. Love, Rebecca. Oh. <laughs> so our friend, our friend Rebecca sent me a Wayfair gift card. And I, is that like the sweetest oh. thing in the world? Oh, yeah. So, word. I was thinking we could use the gift card for something in our studio. <laughs> I just wanted to say publicly thank you, Rebecca. That was so sweet of you. Um, totally unnecessary, but so generous. Oh my <laughs> word. Oh wow. That's so fun. We got fan mail. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Made my night. Yeah. I don't know how to transition from that to my next one. That's like a ultimate high one right there. Episode four, we talked about our renovation regrets, and one of my renovation regrets was that we didn't finish installing all of our trim mm -hmm. downstairs before we moved on to all these other projects, and so at the time we were recording that, the trim was still not done. Most of the windows were trimmed, but the dining room window was not fully trimmed, and like none of them were painted and stuff. Since that time, which hasn't been all that long ago, Brian finished the dining room trim yes. window. That's awesome. Yeah, Very it's so good. nice to have that done. And did you paint it too, or no? Still... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next I update. Still... <laughs> still need to get it painted yeah and the dining room window has to be primed and then i can paint all of the windows because i already have primed the other ones which is that much closer that's exciting so much closer it's coming along yeah and then i have done some research on the light issue okay. with the can lights because they are cool daytime light mm -hmm. i think is what it's called instead of like the warm light so basically you cannot switch out the light bulbs oh. but you can switch out the can like the fixture oh you'd have to do oh, all wow. of that yeah and brian was like well, we can just switch out the whole thing <gasps> and they're only like twenty dollars each oh well and that's was like cool. the way i thought this was going <laughs> yeah <laughs> like okay go brian well cool so to further the updates with our organizing job we did a couple episodes ago one of the things that the client was getting rid of was her living room rug. That was one thing we got for our podcast room. We, we were have so a rug. excited Yay. that we have this new piece and it's neutral and we're so excited. Yeah. yeah. I have to say that it's not like our ultimate rug that we want. But it was a free. <laughs> but it's free. It's a phase one rug. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm so happy to walk in here and see a rug. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't right. 
that yeah. we didn't ever have. <laughs> Did not fit our brand. So also from that same client, I ended up helping you guys the Monday. couple days. Yeah, it was the yeah. Monday after you had been working with her and you still needed help. And so I went and that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Helping you Your help was so appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> we well, could not have done it without you. So if you guys watched Emily's video on her YouTube channel of cleaning out the basement, we were talking about the nasty queen mattress that was down here, which ended up actually being old than what was said in the video it was like it's at least 50 years old like oh, it's it's disgusting goodness. there were stains yeah. everywhere so i ended up <laughs> so selling it at my garage sale you sold the for 35 dollars <laughs> i could have maybe even made more so oh, <laughs> it was the mattress goodness. plus the box spring so i sold both of them well, the client that we were helping, she actually was getting rid of, she was going to be selling her, it was like almost a brand, brand new, new. I think she guest said, room mattress, guest room mattress, and she said somebody only stayed the night like one weekend or something, mm-hmm. and so she's, I asked how much, and she's like 60 bucks, and I was like, what? So, yeah, we bought it, and that was a trip <laughs> trying to get it home, but... <laughs> Now we have a brand new mattress and box spring. And I really, if you think about it, I only paid, what, 25 if I'm doing my math right? Yes. 25 bucks. quite the upgrade. So, That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Now let's talk about what happened after we stopped recording on our, on our special episode of our trip to New York City. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you guys, we should have kept recording. Yeah. <laughs> that was wild. <laughs> that was a wild <laughs> night. Initially, we decided to part ways after we were done recording because you guys were going to head home a yeah. little bit earlier. Kurt, Kurt and I decided to head home to get our boys a little bit early, but then we got lost, took a wrong train, so then we had to double back, but then it, we had to wait for the other train to come, and then it started downpouring outside, so like all these other people were coming, and then their, these kids were riding their bikes and their scooters down it, but one of them flung their scooter or something into the tracks. So these people are like yelling at these kids, like, what, what are you doing? You guys are ridiculous. And they actually went down in the tracks and recovered it. And they were just being obnoxious. We're like, oh my word, you kids are going to get hit by a subway. Anywho. Wow. We got lost and then we bought an umbrella because it was downpouring. And that was a very smart move. <laughs> and so we finally made it out of there, but it took us like an hour longer than it should have because yeah. we're getting lost in the subway system in New York City because we have no clue what we were doing. Do you guys remember the name of the hurricane that was coming? Was it Ida or Ivan? Ivan. I don't know. It was a hurricane coming and that's why it was downpouring. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> So, yeah, Emily, then our our part of the end of the night yeah. was... We decided we would go look at the Brooklyn Bridge. And on the way, it started raining. At first, we were like, oh, it's fine because we're just going to, you know, after we see the Brooklyn Bridge, we're going to be in the subway. So, it'll be fine. We aren't going to get super wet. So, we passed by all the stands selling umbrellas and didn't right. buy any of them. And we kind of saw the Brooklyn Bridge, but it was pretty dark and it was raining yeah. so much. I did not <laughs> see it really at all. Yeah. It was just like, <laughs> sort of, we In could see house. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we got down into the subway. We figured out we would actually need to get off the subway to get onto the other train oh, that no. we needed to you take to get wrong... to New Jersey. Oh. 
No, no it was the right do, one. Yeah. We just weren't understanding. I'm, I'm sure Brian explained That's it to right, us. Because when we got there, we took something and then we walked away and then we took another right. step away. So you guys still what do had they to call do it? The path. The path. Yeah. yeah. So we weren't thinking that you have to walk from the one subway to the path. Right. Subway. Oh, no. And that's where it yeah. was just awful. Pouring. <laughs> Pouring rain. We got soaked. completely soaked. The pictures that would just... Because then we had to, after we got off the path, we were already super wet yeah. getting on the path train. We ride through that train, freezing already yeah. to death. And then we have to walk to the car. Ten minutes to the car. <laughs> In the, the torrential downpour. That's quite a lot, There's, too. like, p- water on the ground. Yes. Like, standing water. We're, like, wading through it. <laughs> Kimmy's got, like, sandals on. I got on my Birkenstocks s- on. My rubber yeah. Birkenstocks. Oh, good thing. No, but not good thing, because they kept slipping Slot- off. Oh. <laughs> so they were, like, floating away. Yeah. <laughs> so I, um, I said to Ryan, I was like, I just need to take these sandals off and walk barefoot. He's like, you are not walking yeah. barefoot in this Ryan's city. like, it's New Jersey. You can't walk barefoot. Who knows what diseases are going to get. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, it was it was crazy. Finally, like we we kind of got over close to the car. There was that overpass, so we were like walking under the overpass yeah. as far as we could till we got over by the car. And then we decided on the way over, we're just gonna go right into Target where we had parked. So we're just way. gonna go right into Target and buy some towels and clothes. Well, clothes. To yeah. get us home. And uh-huh. this is where I got a Marco Polo from Kimmy. <laughs> Sitting on the floor of Target somewhere. <laughs> Mascara just dripping down her face. She looked like a raccoon, the poor thing. She looked so sad and so, so defeated. <laughs> just sitting there. We made it to Target. <laughs> we got soaked. <laughs> I'm too tired to buy clothes to change it. Yeah. I, well, my legs, I don't know. I was just so tired. And the night before, I think I only got like, what, two hours of oh, sleep? Yeah. So I was just so tired. And I was like, I don't even have effort to just look at, like, I wanted to look at home decor. <laughs> no, that and you did. did. I did for yeah. a minute. You did not have effort to look at sweatpants. <laughs> To buy, but you did look at lamps. That's true. I did look at lamps. But then after that, Emily's like, I'm going to go try on clothes. And I'm like, I'm just going to sit. I can't even. I don't even. Like, I had Spanx on. And I didn't want to take my Spanx off. I was like, they're, like, all soaked on me. It was the worst. Like, that was the worst decision I've ever made. (laughs) Not really, but one of them. I was thinking, too, like, I don't want to buy clothes that I don't need just for a car ride home. But it's like a what, four hour yeah. car ride home and Brian's like, no, you you really need to. And, and as soon as I put on the dry clothes, I was like, oh, thank you guys. So well, Brian's like, you're going to regret this. I'm like, no, I won't. Oh, I regretted it. <laughs> the whole way home, I was freezing. Yeah. So cold. We had towels because yeah. we bought towels, so I we took wrapped Ryan's those ta- around us. I took Ra- Ryan's towel and I was literally just covered, but I had my soaking wet clothes on still. Yeah. So it was just like... You couldn't get warm. Yeah. It was so dumb. <laughs> Should have listened it to you guys. It was pretty her- hilarious though with us in Target looking like drowned rats <laughs> walking around. Of course, too, I decided to wear that white, like cream colored shirt. <laughs> With a black bralette underneath. Yeah, which I never do. But I thought, it's going to be really hot and humid in New York, so I'm just going to wear this black bralette. You know, it's not like I'm going to get soaking wet. (laughs) That's literally exactly what happened. And if you looked at a map, like, the hurricane was literally right on us. Like, the the red of the... (laughs) 
Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> crazy. We made it home. Okay. Oh wait, but on the way home, remember we had the drive through oh, the yes. water? Brian's it was like literally flooding like it was up to the front what of the Brian car. Say? He's like, we gotta go through a little puddle here. We're like, this is a lake. We're literally driving like, through a river. Well, when he said that, I was like, why is he telling us we're going through a puddle? Like, it's just a puddle. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> it was crazy. Like, the was water crazy. was so deep. was almost, like, coming up high enough that we were worried about, like, the engine flooding. Yeah. Was, I was worried about that. It was crazy. <sighs> But we managed to get through it without floating away. All right. So one last thing I wanted to share with you guys that happened after we got back from the New York City trip was about these Van Gogh tickets. Oh, yes. Did you get your money back? Yes, I did. <gasps> and Yay. the coolest thing is that I didn't share. Well, I messed up the numbers when in the episode. I said that the tickets were $233, but it actually was $266. I got my full money back, which was $266. And then when you bought the tickets for the new place, Emily, it was $160-ish. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it was $100, over $100 cheaper that this whole mess up yeah. like gave us $50 yeah. back. And we each got... Couple. <laughs> And we got free posters. And we got free posters. <laughs> the that... virtual experience. <laughs> the free posters that yeah. I put in the garage sale. <laughs> and they did not sell. Oh. If anyone wants a free Star Night poster, come Bango at me. posters. <laughs> Giveaway. <laughs> oh, that's great, though. Yeah, really good news. So mm-hmm. just wanted to share all of that with you guys. Is that all uh, of our updates? Yeah. <laughs> yep. A lot of updates. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to take a quick break here, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about the five most common design mistakes. Welcome back, guys. We are going to jump into five most common design mistakes that you might be making in your home. Oh, I've definitely made all of these I was just going to say, I've definitely done these. Number one, two small rugs. Mm -hmm. This is so common. Get rid of the postage stamp in your living room. Where only your coffee table was floating on it. The rug island. help. I made this mistake in my first, in our rental that we, you know, our little apartment that we had before we bought a house. I had a five by seven Mm -hmm. right in the middle. Same, Mm -hmm. same. My first ever rug I bought was an Ikea rug that I still have. Five by seven and put it right in the middle of the living room. Yep. The coffee table on it. Mm-hmm. Literally no other furniture touching it. Exactly. And you would barely touch it either. Yeah. <laughs> I And I get it, too, because rugs are not cheap. Mm-mm. They're mm-hmm. an investment. And if you go down a size, it's so much cheaper. Right. Like, you can get 5x7s for under $100 mm-hmm. easily. Mm-hmm. And then when you go up to the 8x10 or 9 by. 12. 12. There's a big jump in between 8 by 10 and 9 by 12. It is crazy. Yeah. In general, how you can tell what size of rug you need, there should be at least a foot to a foot and a half around the edge of your rug. If it's like in an isolated you mean, room. You mean like the walls? Yeah. So like, like the there's floor... a foot and a half between the wall and the rug. Yeah. Yeah. If it's like a really big open concept room, that rule wouldn't exactly apply. Right. I suppose, like, I'm thinking of how your room is set up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, like, in my living room, where it's a room and there's walls 
all around it, like about a foot and a half of floor space around the rug before, Mm -hmm. you know, you get to the wall. And then furniture-wise, you want to have at least the front legs of the chairs and the sofa on the rug. Mm -hmm. Right. And if it's in your bedroom, you want to have some good space, like your bed is usually on a rug, and you want to have space when you get off the bed and your feet go on the floor... They're not touching the yeah. wood floor plus the rug. Like, they're just on the rug. Yeah, so two-thirds. You, yeah, so it needs... I mean, if you have a queen-size bed, it needs to be an 8 by 10 at least. Yes. If you have a king, it needs to be at least a 9 by 12 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it makes such a difference yeah. when you upgrade to a bigger It grounds rug. everything is mm-hmm. what it's doing, and it pulls it all together. Buy bigger rugs. And I probably should just, along these lines have a rug (laughs) yes even if you have carpet yeah because i have like tannish carpet and then i had like tannish furniture and it was just this tan blob (laughs) and i really needed something in contrast to that so i put a lighter rug to help yeah define Mm -hmm. it if you don't have a rug please go get a rug (laughs) just make sure you get the right size if you guys have rug questions like please send them to our podcast email we would love to help you send us a picture of your space even some links that you're looking at, we'd be happy to yeah. give you some feedback. Mm-hmm. We love doing that. So We love shopping for rugs, so <laughs> tell us what you're looking for, and we'll give you some recommendations. Yeah. <laughs> we know, like, there's the places to find rugs and, like, sales and all of that, too. When so, to buy them, mm-hmm. all that kind so of stuff. So you can make it affordable. Definitely. Too. And it's just, it's a worthwhile investment. It is. So number two is art. And we've got three subcategories mm-hmm. of how you could be designing with art in a wrong way. <laughs> a is too small of art, yes. which this is very common too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Again, I think it's because it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. And that's really why people go to it and gravitate towards it. You know, the artwork itself is cheaper. Frames are cheaper when they're smaller. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes sense. I did this a lot. I still, like, have a whole stack of 8x10s that I, like, don't have them up on the wall anymore, but I used to, mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure, have just 8x10s everywhere. Mm-hmm. And like we said in a couple episodes ago, you could buy frames now with mats that are huge, mm-hmm. like that 18x24 one from Target, or the ones that I shared, I think they were 16 by 24 they're not too expensive. The one that I got from Amazon is, I think it's $45 for a set of two. So oh, that's, good. that's actually a really good price. And you can put an eight by 10 in it with a big mat and mm-hmm. a nice frame. Mm-hmm. Ikea frames are fantastic yeah. too. You can get big frames there for really cheap. So. Bigger is always better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And fewer. How do you know that your art is too small? I mean, like on this wall here, in the podcast room, if you had one 8x10 hanging in the middle of it... Oh, yeah, that'd be weird. Like, how would you know it's too well, small? Well, this is the thing, because there's Scale. also... There's also this design trend right now, you know, with, like, above the headboard, and they put a little piece of art. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to me, I would have initially said that looks too small. But I've it, done that a lot in designing for other people. But it also works, so that is hard. I think it's definitely something... It's just based on, like... Uh, the furniture around it. Height, too. I mean, you can't plop an 8x10 above a bed that's, like, in the middle of the wall. You've got to have it, like, closer to the headboard. Yes. Like, 6 to 8 inches 
So away it feels from the connected. Right. Visually, it almost Grounded. looks like part of the headboard. That's right. actually one we didn't write on our list that I think we should add is that art technically should be at eye level. Yeah. People <gasps> hang way too high of art. Like, tell yes, me about it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Or mirrors or sconces. Yes. I think we should say the average person's height. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because sometimes our husbands like to hang things at their height. Yeah. <laughs> their eye I, level. Husband is quite tall and long limbed, and so he, whenever he hangs up something for me, it's always more at his eye level, sort of, which is considerably higher than the normal person's eye level. Mm-hmm. So that's been really fun. <laughs> <laughs> You want not the bottom of the frame to be at eye level. You want, like, the whole thing. The center of it. The center Mm -hmm. of it to be at eye level. And then after that, we put too much of it is Mm -hmm. one of those mistakes. I think it's probably, like, clustering a lot of small ones Mm -hmm. together. Like, 4x6s and 5x7s and Mm 8x10s in a cluster. Uh And what I've seen in a lot of clients' homes, even, they make and sell, like, little pieces of art that have like cute little quotes and stuff like that like three inch cubes those should be outlawed like why are (laughs) they even a thing yeah Yeah. and they just look like a tiny i don't know it makes an accident on the wall it's very cluttered Mm -hmm. yeah so if you have a bunch of those just stuck on the wall yeah people say now that gallery walls are out well, I don't know. I think they're doing it a little differently now. They're doing it... Have you noticed how they do it? Like, skew it a Abstract. little bit? Like, they, the way they hang it, it mm-hmm. is a little funky. <laughs> mm. I haven't perfected how to do this yet, because I, I have, like, a traditional gallery above my... What do I call that? The record, record player. player. Yeah, but what's the... Credenza? Yeah, Credenza. That is more traditional gallery wall, but people are kind of doing it where it's like heavy on one side or some are farther apart and some are closer. I don't know. It's interesting. I haven't. It's not as structured. It's more like flowing. Yeah. On the wall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't think they're necessarily out. They're just doing them differently now. And you know, those like oil paintings, the really antique looking mm-hmm. art. That's what's really in right now, which is why yeah. if you follow me on Instagram, I wanted that old woman. <laughs> the <laughs> old photograph of the Victorian cool. woman. It's like real though. I it's know, so I know. cool. But it, uh, there's old cool and there's like creepy. <laughs> it's not creepy. <laughs> I named her Melva. She's beautiful. <laughs> Oh, but that's very on trend right now to have weird, like Nova. weird people. It's the Victorian oh. trend. Yeah, I think I'm it's just part not of a like fan. the grand millennial yes, aesthetic, it's grand millennial, bringing sure. in the Victorian pictures. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bree's not a fan. So, lastly, with art, we also stress that you need to have varying wall hangings. You want some that are photographs in frames. You want some that are paintings. You want them to be some that are really large, like the one in this podcast room. It's a four foot by three foot canvas, like the gallery canvas, so it's thick. It's a statement, you know? Mm -hmm. So you want to have some that are like really big. You want to have maybe gallery wall if you're into that, a trend that may be dying. I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) 
say you have one large piece of art, then you have a gallery wall, then you have, you could do like a grid that's different than like the gallery. You know I like mean? stacking art. Yeah, stacking that's art. So favorite. it's like you just have like two mm-hmm. pieces on one, one wall. Right but above different. the other. Very different from each other. Right. But also like the mediums are different. So like photographs, mm-hmm. I kind of already said that, but photographs, paintings, drawings, And then you incorporate things, I mean, I know I'm trying to get out of the boho world, but things like the macrame wall hangings. Sure. Things that are little tapestries. You know, things that are a little bit different. Textural. Yeah. One thing I love is a framed part of a vintage rug. I want to get one of those so bad. I know Studio McGee had like a reproduction of this. I don't want a reproduction. I want an authentic framed. It's like a small fragment of a vintage rug with a large mat Okay. It just looks so cool. Yeah, that is cool. Am I, are there any other wall hangings? I was trying to think. Well, clocks. They would mm-hmm. be considered yeah. art. Musical instruments. Mm-hmm. Sculptural things. Like, I have this big wood ship yeah. on the wall that I love. Yeah, you can mix it up with a lot of different things. But even with the art itself, you mentioned a few things, but you could also have, like, a landscape. You could have yeah. abstract. I mean, it depends on what look you're going for because I think in a gallery wall it is nice if you have some common threads like either all your frames are the same color or you have all photos of your family my gallery wall there's nothing common about it I don't like it though I'm gonna redo it I disagree I don't like it when it's all matchy all matchy matchy. yeah because to me that looks like you went to TJ Maxx and bought the box set for the gallery wall it's all the black (laughs) frames you know what I mean do they have that Yes, they do, and you shouldn't buy it. (laughs) I bought a set of three there and then used them in different rooms. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, I was just thinking, like, my little gallery wall in our family room is just all of our family pictures. But within those pictures, all the photos are varied. So there's some that are black and white. There's some that are super close up, and then there's some that are farther away. Mm -hmm. So they're not, like, all just the full family pictures of all of us, like, in a row. And smiling. Right. Some that are, like, more in the moment. Like, the boys playing with their truck. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it for art. I mean, I'm sure that we could keep going, and maybe someday (laughs) down the road we'll do another full episode on just art. Just think about all those ways to... Go big. Yes. Not too small. Don't put too much of it up. It's okay for your walls to have breathing space Mm -hmm. and white space. And then vary what you're hanging on your wall. So it's not just all the same. Number three is hanging your curtains wrong. A lot of people also do this. (laughs) Deep Mm. breaths. (laughs) This one, I don't know why this one annoys me so much. Because it chops (laughs) off the room. You have so much more visual height if you hang your curtains high and wide. And what we mean is don't attach your curtain rod directly to the wood trim. Because then you have the standard curtain and your eye can't go up. So mm-hmm. go closer to the ceiling, like two to three inches down from the ceiling. That means you'll have to buy a longer curtain, which is a little bit more expensive, but it's mm-hmm. worth it. Just buy it neutral and it'll last yep. you. And then wide. So you don't mm-hmm. go the edge of the curtain rod on either side of the window. You go out. I like to do about 10 inches. Do you guys do that? I go based on how thick the curtain is so that when I have the curtain pulled so that Mm. they're on either side of the window, that the curtain can fully hang on the rod outside of, like, past the edge of the Mm -hmm. window. So it's Mm -hmm. not covering up the trim very much or not overlapping it very much if it's fully opened. That varies depending on how thick the curtain is. Like, in our bedroom, we have shears 
So when the window's all the way open, they don't take up a lot of space. So those curtain rods are not hung that wide up there. They're still high, but they're not that wide where downstairs in the dining room, the curtains are a lot thicker. It's hung wider. So in that case, though, if you wanted to still go wide, but the panel didn't cover it all, you just get more panels. Mm -hmm. Right. That is... Yeah, but that's more expensive too. <laughs> but if you have a big picture window, like I have in my living room, you can't just have one panel on either side. Like mm-hmm. it looks really thin. So I have two panels two. on either mm-hmm. side that are extra wide. They're like 56 inches wide each panel. So it adds more thickness and fullness. And mm-hmm. also, the reason why you hang your curtains high and wide, that way when they're open, they're not covering up part of your window and blocking your natural light. Exactly. Like you're getting right. full advantage of the natural light mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. having. I actually, my big picture, like my bay window in my living room, I only had one panel on each side for a long time. And I knew like it was one of those money things that I didn't have the money and I wanted to get new curtains anyways, but it really bugged me. Now I have two panels on each side and they're much better curtains. Fuller. Fuller, yeah. it looks better, but I base how wide I go on the actual like wall and what I want next to it, and if I need. So like in my living room, with me and wanting to hide things, I made them go extra wide over so it would cover an outlet. On the- <laughs> so when the curtains hung, they would cover one of the outlets on on either side. So I went extra. I think I went almost. I'm not two feet. I should go measure. It was probably like sixteen inches. Because I probably do about 10 inches, like you said. But, yeah, I went extra wide to cover those outlets. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so hanging your curtains. Like, we're talking about hanging them high and wide, but you don't want them too high. Oh, oh, the length of curtains. Yeah. You don't want your curtains to be too short. You don't want capri curtains. No. (laughs) No, 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 no. No. Capri curtains are no bueno. Yeah. In that case, you need to buy new curtains. Mm -hmm. Because... If you're only not hanging them high because they're going to be too short, if you do, then just buy new curtains. curtains. I mean, the ones I bought, they look really nice. I mean, up close, they look a little bit... What did you... You said it, because I was showing you the curtain. They're from Amazon. They're supposed to look like linen, but you're like... Faux linen. Oh, like it has that kind of 90s look to it. There is a little bit of a... eh, When you look really close, but from afar, they're fine. And they're cheap. And Ikea curtains. Ikea curtains come in all kinds of lengths. I think both the Ikea and the Amazon ones are about the same. They're like $30 for a set of two. That is not bad. No. I will add some links to longer curtains that are affordable. We'll have some from Amazon. We'll have some from Target. There's some beautiful velvet ones from Amazon that Chris Loves Julia uses. Mm -hmm. They're about $50 a panel, but if you have like a small room with only one window and you want a statement, like they have some beautiful rich colors. Well, and our Target, our favorite Aruba. Yes. In sour cream. Yes. Threshold blackout (laughs) curtains. (laughs) They are the best. They're in my bedroom. (laughs) Another thing with the curtain length is you don't want the capri curtain. There's other ways that you can hang them. So you can have them puddling on the ground, which is a beautiful thing. You don't want like a foot of material puddling Mm -hmm. on your ground. But you know, just a little. It's like a couple inches. Yeah, a little creasing at the bottom is really pretty. Or just having them just skimming the floor. Like you don't want them an inch or two inches above the floor. Ideally, you want them like just do you guys remember mm-hmm. when I hemmed my Ikea curtains and how they were all different lengths? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and some were puddling and some were just skimming the floor and some were a little bit too... I was like, oh gosh. That's because I'm like, I rush through things and I don't have patience. 
I'm never hemming again. Never well, hemming curtains. Well, do you remember when I washed my Ikea curtains no. in my living room and they came out like six inches shorter than That's they were? That's another tip. Always wash, wash them and dry. first. Yes, before you hem. Wash <sighs> and dry your curtains. Yeah. Otherwise I mean, you'll have the Capri curtains. Yeah. It was awkward. But the good news is, like, they kind of lengthened back out again after hanging up for a while. Mm -hmm. So they're all, like, hidden behind furniture so you can't really see. Instead of, like, completely bone drying them, taking them out when they're a little bit damp, Mm -hmm. and then they'll dry and then you won't have as many Do you guys, like, wash your curtains a lot? Because... No. No. Okay. I'm just wondering. But if you, especially if you have like a cotton curtain or something like that, that can shrink, you need to wash and dry those before you hang them and hem them because otherwise. Yeah. And definitely do not put your dryer on full blast. Mm -mm. I think from Um, now on, I'm just always going to make sure that I buy curtains that are the exact length I need. So I never have to hem again. That's my plan. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So now number four is having your furniture all pushed against the wall, which I also did. Oh yeah. When I first was married. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Besides my coffee table. That was the only thing that I would have in the middle of the room. That and the rug floating in the middle. Everything else is up against the wall. (laughs) Like hands up. Yeah. (laughs) I, I mean, I get why people do it, because you want to maximize your floor space, you want mm-hmm. your room to feel as big as possible, so you think that pushing everything far apart and far away from everything else and up against the wall is the way to do that. It doesn't make your space very inviting mm-hmm. feeling, for sure, and it may also not be the best use of your space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just had this thought because I'm like trying to think of other rooms besides the living room where you would maybe do this. And I think a common one would be like an office maybe yes. where they put mm. like the desk right up against the wall. Because I really love when people put desks in the middle of the room I love and that too. facing the door. So mm-hmm. it's like... You feel so, like a CEO. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Have a cool like bookshelf behind you. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> My only problem with that is quartz. Because then you have your laptop cords everywhere and lamp cords going on, and it just doesn't look pretty to me. That is really You have to do some kind of cord management thing. You have to have an outlet in the floor. That's what it, or in the Inside the desk. Yeah. Yeah. You need, they They make make those. in the desk. Right. They make those holes in the desk so you can put everything through the holes. Okay. So you just, when you're looking for your desk for Kurt, you need to find something that can do, or you just customize it yourself. (laughs) Drill a hole. (laughs) What other rooms would you just push Push everything? everything? I I mean, a a bedroom, the bed's always coming out. Well, sometimes people put it like back, you know, in In a corner. No. Right. Unless you absolutely have to, like, I'm thinking our guest room is back in the corner and I hate that. But it's literally the only way you can get a bed to fit in that room. Right. If you can, center it in a wall so you can have nightstands on either side. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Your guests don't want to have to climb. Yeah. (laughs) To get to the other side. Mm -hmm. And you probably don't want to (laughs) climb. Yeah. To go back to the living room thing, too, you want to have conversation areas. So you want your furniture facing each other and, like, grouped in ways to create, like, little conversation areas. And for our last design mistake, you do not have to sacrifice form for function. You can have both. Yes. You really can. I know a lot of people feel like you can't, but in this day and age, in 2021... 
you can have both mm-hmm. and there are ways around it. Mm-hmm. So it may mean that you need to do more research mm-hmm. and shopping online and you may not be buying your furniture from your local furniture store that only sells giant brown Marshmallow. marshmallow yeah i call them poop couches because they remind me of like the poop emoji <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and like the poop chairs that are those so recliners yes yeah so good it may not look like your parents furniture uh because i feel like the 90s had a definite like look yeah of furniture uh-huh and so it may feel risky, but you can definitely find it. Mm-hmm. It's possible. It is possible. For sure. You do not have to settle for an overstuffed recliner, giant sectional, in beige microfiber. <laughs> like, <laughs> you do not have to stick with just those. Right. And I think this isn't just about furniture either. It's just, it really, it's being creative. And putting Mm -hmm. a little effort into it to make it so it's beautiful while it also is functional. Mm -hmm. Right. And utilize that Pinterest feature like we referenced a few Mm -hmm. episodes ago. Like use that little magnifying glass to look at that dresser, like highlight the dresser and then see what pops up underneath it. And also utilize us. (laughs) Send us an email if you have any design questions you want to help with redesigning a room or whatever. We... We are here for you. (laughs) So the five points are too small rugs, art being too small, too much of it, and not enough varying wall hangings, hanging your curtains wrong, furniture is pushed all against the wall, and sacrificing form for function. You can have both. We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we will do Seek and You Shall Find, where we are going to help Emily find a coffee table. So welcome back, guys. Now we're going to look at Emily's coffee tables, and I'm, like, super excited to see what you've picked out. Okay. So I've got this Pinterest board pulled up that I'm showing you guys right now. I'm looking for a coffee table for our family room. So this is the room that has our fireplace, and then we have an L-shaped sectional. So I'm thinking round is going to be the way to go. But what has been holding me up is trying to figure out what style of table I want. Okay. The sectional is mid-century style, and our current coffee table has a white faux marble circular top with gold bar legs in an X pattern. Does your couch have legs? Yeah, mid-century legs. Mm -hmm. Like the walnut, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I don't know if getting a mid-century looking coffee table is going to be too matchy. Just be all legs. I don't know if I want something that takes up less visual space. I don't know if I want something super solid. So that's why I have a lot of different options. Well, and size is important. So the mm-hmm. one you have in there right now is 36. 36 inches. And so we're looking for something approximately that right. large. Because yeah. you don't want to go too small. Definitely okay. not smaller. Bigger would certainly, could possibly work. It's very I would hard think. to find bigger. Oh, yeah. I, I've looked and... I mean, if you're willing to pay a pretty penny, but 36 inches seems to be a pretty standard size. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, let's see what options you've okay. got here. Another thing with this coffee table, it does not have to have storage okay. in it, but if it does have storage, then that's a, a nice bonus. bonus. So this one is more what I was thinking of initially for a coffee table, where I have a circular round 
top and then this metal diamond pattern piece yeah and Mm -hmm. they're like wrought iron yeah i don't care for that in my opinion you need something solid that goes all the way to the floor i don't care for it i think i don't like it because i just don't like that style yeah i don't like the diamond pattern like i feel like it's just been done so much that's right. why I think I don't like it. Yeah. Which is funny because I have something similar to that with my hairpin legs. Sure. It's kind of it's kind it's of like kind that, but a little different. Similar. Yeah, I don't like it. I yeah. don't like this one. Too modern Too, farmhouse. Yes. Okay. Option number yeah. two. We've crossed that one out. Okay. So this one is from the Home Depot. And this one is a little different. It's a little funky. Okay, so I actually Really like this one. We should describe it. I'm going to just try to describe it. No, I'm not gonna <laughs> I can't do this. You know those big giant wire spools that you see on the side of the road that are big? It looks like that except without the the base. So you have a solid piece of wood that's a cylinder Cylinder. and then it comes up wider with a lip. I was going to say it looks kind of like a mushroom. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of looks like a mushroom. But it's flat. I love this look though. I've been seeing a lot of people have things like this and I I really do like it. It's all wood. Now, mm-hmm. you could go and buy what you were talking about, those spools, and cut the bottom off and make your own table. Well, you'd have to, like, stick something in the middle to, like, block the hole. Because those are really rough. There's no, rough. Rough. There's no oh. hole. They are rough. You'd have to sand yeah. it. Yeah. And, like, seal Treat it. Treat yourself and buy yourself a new coffee <laughs> table. <laughs> I like this one this a lot. Is running. It, is it 36 inches? It's from Home Depot. Interesting. I know. Isn't that interesting? I think I found it because I was looking on Pinterest. Because I feel like it it looks like it's 30 inches is what would be my guess. And I think that's too small. small. I think it just opened up to It's 28 inches at the top. Yeah, that is too small. Too small. Bummer. It is a bummer. You can make your own again. (laughs) I'm a little worried that most of these might be too small. Oh, dear. Option number three. Yes. That is this West Elm one. So I have two pictures of it pinned. Okay. Because it does have this storage cavity. So you can open up the top. And I love the dark wood. I think Mm -hmm. that's really pretty. I can almost picture it on the white. Is this real wood? Because it looks. I think so. $649. Yeah, $649. We should say, holy moly, that's a lot of money. (laughs) It's engineered wood wrapped with walnut finish like veneer. a veneer mm-hmm. so if it gets chipped that's it see that's just a lot of money for something okay we didn't even solid. describe it our, our listeners are like what does that look like <laughs> a solid circle of walnut wood and then the top has a lowered section down about like two inches so imagine a circle with a line down in half half of the circle is level with the edge of the coffee table and the other half is sunk down like by lip. about two inches like it's its, its own it's, tray it swivels like and- Tray. swivels yeah. oh, underneath cool. it swivels around underneath this half and that's how you open it my only concern is does it have reviews like if it got dinged at all and stuff i, I mean my coffee table right now is also veneer but it was only 150 dollars mm-hmm. as opposed to almost 700 i like this one more than mm-hmm. the other ones for mm-hmm. sure what do you have for option number four i have the same table in cement oh it's the Ooh. same because the whole time mm-hmm. i've been staring at that like, I, I can't know. wait for her I, to talk about this Well, one. I thought of you when I saw this one. I love it. It also has a side table that you can get that, like, matches. Yeah. So this is, it's the same, it's just a circle mm-hmm. that is solid mm-hmm. and goes straight down, except there looks like a little bit of a... 
taper. Yeah, taper right at the very I think bottom. It's, it's technically called a drum style. Okay, drum style, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's just concrete looking. It's yeah. like, does it, does it say concrete? I think it is, yeah. And how much is that? So it's cheaper. It's $5.99. I like this one. So we I, like the concrete I like one that. better than that wood one. I think it would last longer. Yeah. But do you like it in the wood veneer? No. I don't either. No, I like the tray no. one more in the wood than the concrete. Yeah. yeah. I agree. The concrete For some reason, one's my favorite. The wood one on that one doesn't look as good. No, I love that you're introducing a new Texture. material. Mm -hmm. Like do a you new Do you think so? Because it makes me really nervous. That's a good sign though, because it's stretching you like just a little look... bit. Do you have an option number five? I do. So I love this one. This is from Target. Ooh, I oh like no, that it's sold too. out now. Oh, shoot. Maybe we'll come back. Well, look at the diameter because it might be right. under. Okay. That is way better price. I like that one. It's 180 Okay, so this is like the drum, but now instead right in the middle on the way down, they're both like... It's an hourglass. Yeah. Hourglass. It's <laughs> a really short hourglass. Describing. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a squatty mm -hmm. hourglass. All wood. Like it looks like wood. those drums, like... Uh, oh, yeah. I know. mean, the side table looks like an African drum. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah, it does. 20, uh, 29 oh, inches. Oop. That's small. But mm. maybe we'd be okay. Have you measured cool. your space, like your sectional? No. <laughs> I have not. I really like this one. I yeah. like this one. I like the West Elm one, although that was really pricey Expensive. for veneer. And I like the concrete one. Out of all those three, I think my favorite is the Squatty Hourglass one. My favorite is still concrete. If this was 36 inches, then I would say I like yes. this one. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I do have one more. This one. I don't know why, mm. but I think it looks cool. It's not round. It's a square. What is the top? Like? I do oh. like that. No, 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 no. It looks, it looks like... like a whole bunch of little branches smushed together. Or like wine corks. You remember when yes. everyone would do those DIY like, wine cork things? Like yeah. branches standing up on end so you see all the circumferences of the different sizes no. of logs. And you don't like that? No. no. <laughs> that looks terrible. No, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I just thought Very it was like a DIY lot of different out there. Okay, but what about like Like the... this. Look at the like the stick one. Mm. It's like a bunch of sticks glued together. See, that seems it's... more beach house to me. Like yeah. you would see that's very coastal. The other one is just like mountain man went to the woods and hacked down some trees and slapped some wood around it. But do you wanna go coastal? I don't know. No. That also no, is no, not no. 36 inches. Yeah. So when we didn't even describe, this isn't a circle. Because you were saying you wanted a circle mm -hmm. to break up the lines. This is a rectangle. Yeah. So you that's need, another thing. You need a circle for your family room. How do you guys feel about live edge coffee tables? I hate I'm not live edge. a fan of live <laughs> I think of like the Adirondacks. Like yeah, you have like, you, you have like the um, bear figurines everywhere. and the <laughs> I say welcome. They're holding the sign that says welcome. Oh, yeah. But even if it's like on black hairpin legs. Yeah. Okay, why don't you just get my coffee table? The hairpin legs with the wooden top. It's 36 inches. It's a hundred and something. It's at Target. The one that's upstairs? Yeah. We can have the same coffee table. Bree and I have the same rug in our dining room. <laughs> you like wrought iron legs. I do, but I also wonder if it's, it's going It's a different out. type of... Like, like the than the mid-century. This one? Yes. 
I feel like she needs something non-likey for her coffee table. Yeah. Because her dresser that the TV is on is also has All right. That's my vote. Concrete. Okay. Okay. Wait till Black Friday, So first choice. (laughs) Yeah. Number one choice, concrete. Number two choice, the Target one. If if it's big enough. If you measure and you think it's big enough. Yeah. Number three choice, one like the Home Depot one, if it's bigger. Cool. Okay. Well, we saw and maybe found. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to have another update at some point in the future. Yep. And we'll link to Emily's Pinterest board so you can see the visual representation of the coffee tables that we were looking at. Okay, so now it's time for our Pillow Talk segment where we share some of the things that we are loving lately. I thought I would formally dedicate my Pillow Talk this time to my carpet cleaner machine that we've talked about before because mm-hmm. you borrowed it to clean your granny, granny chair. chair. The garage sale find. Yes. And then I gave it to you, but you didn't have time to use it before I needed it you back. You it back again. Yeah. <laughs> This, so you still haven't used it yet? I still Bri- haven't used oh, it because Emily uses get it, to her. it every week. <laughs> I literally do use it every week. It's crazy. <laughs> this was one of our pandemic buys, which I feel like everyone has a thing that you're just like, I'm going to treat myself because it's a pandemic. So we bought this last year. The tricky thing that we had was we couldn't just get a rug doctor to clean our carpets because we have rugs over hardwood floors mm-hmm. and the rug doctor just gets it way too wet. And it can damage your hardwood floors. So this carpet cleaner, it's like a rug doctor, except a little smaller and slimmer. And it has a built-in heater so that while it's cleaning, it will also go over and heat and dry the carpet. And it really sucks a lot of the moisture up out of it. So your rugs dry a lot faster and they don't get as saturated. And you can also, because of that, you can also do upholstery, like Mm -hmm. the chair that I did. Yeah. It's like $200. It's not a cheap machine. So when we first bought it, I thought, like, maybe we'll use it once a year or twice a year. And I literally use it every week. That's That's great. I can't wait to borrow it. Yeah. (laughs) It does such a good job. You will not believe how dirty the water is. You just have to make sure that that you don't put in too much water. We did something wrong where like all of a sudden it You was... didn't stop to empty it. That's what we did. Yeah. That's what happened. And you just kept filling up the water so tank. So dirty water just started going all oh, over because no. it Jude's had overflowed. And, yeah. Oh dear. It was disgusting. Yeah. When it gets to that full line you gotta <laughs> dump it out. Yeah. <laughs> Kimmy, what do you have for your pillow talk? I've been really loving when Jude turned eighteen months it was a little bit before he turned 18 months, I got him a learning tower, which is one of those things that it's like a Montessori thing where it's wooden and you have it in the kitchen or in the bathroom and it's for like an 18 month old or older to stand on and be at the counter with you in the kitchen or like brushing his teeth or whatever. Now, I think you guys just probably use chairs, right? You Mm -hmm. just pull your chair up and which is totally fine, but this is supposed to be so for like kids who are younger who can't like get on a chair chair, this they have like a little ladder to get up themselves so it's i'm not having to put him in it he just goes up it himself Uh. it's like it's been so fun i actually am very proud of myself because i planned this out having this learning tower when we did our renovation which was something i like actually planned because i was talking about how horrible my planning was (laughs) in a couple episodes ago 
But with this, I actually like thought about it. So you know how my peninsula comes out mm -hmm. and hangs over more? Well, right. I actually did that because, well, I wanted more counter space, but I also in my head was like, I'm going to push the learning tower under it and it will oh. always live there. And that way it will also kind of look kind of like part of the design. I don't mm -hmm. know if you guys noticed it when you walked in. No, but, I did. But it's like looks kind of part of the design and then it's just so easy to like grab it move it yeah i love that because when you first were talking about getting a learning tower in my head i was thinking oh no but then you're gonna have it like in the way and cluttering up the kitchen etc yeah because that's just how it looked to me in other people's right like homes like just another big piece of furniture hanging out in your kitchen when i saw that you had it it looks like it matches your kitchen yeah. really well and it just tucks in right there and yeah it's i got out of the, the way when yeah, you want it to be i got the natural wood one so yeah. it it flows nicely with the rest of my kitchen one thing that we had to do though because i wanted it to go under the counter i had to search high and low and i of course did all the like searches of the most the safest one and non-tip and all this stuff and so i'm gonna link the one i got because it's actually pretty it's not expensive it was a hundred dollars or 110 bucks which isn't too expensive the one i initially wanted was like the original the og learning tower is like 250 or something so oh, like wow. this is an amazon knockoff <laughs> but it's like up there in the ratings i thought it was gonna fit under but when it came, because it said it was 36 inches, and that's the height that I had under my counter, under the concrete. Well, when Ryan put it together and we started to, it wouldn't go under. It was oh, no. like a quarter of an inch off. So Ryan, being awesome, cut all the bottoms of the legs to make it so it would fit oh. under. So, that's yeah, it was great, crazy. That's but, hard to balance things sometimes. Yeah. So, and it, you know, is sturdy and everything still. But I just love it. It's so fun doing, like, he constantly, every, now we do snacks and lunch at the counter. Aww. And he is just, it's just so cute. And I yeah. love having him do it. So, <laughs> so Brie, what about you? What's your pillow talk this week? Mine is my new fall wreath. Mm. So, every season, I treat myself to just, like, another thing to add to my collection. Because I'm not going to go out and spend, you know, $200 on seasonal decorations. So, yeah. about, like, every season, I'll buy, like, a new thing. So whether that be, like, a new candle. So, this fall season was a new fall wreath because I didn't have a fall wreath. And it's wheat and it's neutral and it's going to last me. It's really and I pretty. have a new fall wreath for my front door. And I made <laughs> a reel. A first time ever making a reel. I posted this Explain reel. Explain what a reel is because some people may not know. Okay. A reel is on Instagram and it's a really like short, quick cut video. So I made one for our podcast Instagram and it got 6,000 views within the first 10 minutes of posting it. And I'm texting the girls. I'm like, is this normal? Is this, is this normal? It was and a great video. It, it, really it kind great. of blew yeah. up for a hot minute. And so anyway, that was, that was very exciting for me. I was like, no, that is not normal. You didn't even use hashtags. Hashtags on it, and just it's just like, it yeah, yeah. It's a crazy. really good video, really good wreath. I love how you styled your little front stoop. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> both of your guys' porches are looking great. Thanks. Thanks, guys, so much for hanging out with us today. We want to know what you thought about this episode and if you liked our updates. Find us on Instagram at Dwelling Place Pod and reach out to us. 
please leave us a rating and review on iTunes. That really helps more people find our podcast. And we also just really want to know what you think. So feel free to share your thoughts. And visit the show notes for the pictures and links to all the things that we talked about today. We will see you right here next week at The Dwelling Place.